You're listening to the Before Midnight Podcast with your host, Felicia and Jessica. Grab your Bible and a cup of something warm. We're going to chat about making the most of the magically transformed lives we've been given. Welcome back to the podcast. We are so excited to be here with you today, and we are going to be talking about a very fun topic, insecurity. Being untangled from insecurity. Being untangled from insecurity. Exactly. And I mean, I know for me, this is something that I've personally struggled with a lot in my life. And I feel like I just used to kind of accept it as part of my identity because I was very shy. I was very shy. And so when you're really shy, you're like, oh, I'm insecure. And it's just my personality, (laughs) right? It's just, we're like, oh, it's my personality type. And it's like, well, wait a second. Like, it's not really your personality type. Like yeah. it's, it's, it's fear, right? That's really what we're dealing yeah. with is fear. And so That's we true. just kind of want to go through and just talk about some of the ways that we have kind of helped untangle ourselves mm-hmm. from insecurity, mm-hmm. obviously not from it forever because we all yeah. still deal with it sometimes, but just kind of yeah. breaking free of that, that insecure mindset that I think sometimes it's easy to fall into. Yeah, like those thoughts that we just listen to every single day mm-hmm. and we don't realize that they're a problem and we don't realize that they're slowly like shaping our identity, but we just accept them and we think, like you said, like that's just my personality. Because mm-hmm. like I'm introverted. You are, yeah, we, we've talked about this. Like <laughs> yeah. we're introverted and that doesn't yeah. mean that like, you know, it's like this false idea that that means like you're shy and you don't like talking in front of people. It's like, no, <laughs> like, so it's not an excuse. Right. No, definitely not an excuse. <laughs> so I feel like when we struggle with insecurity, there's like three things that it can usually be from like the roots of that issue. And the first thing would be when you don't have a total grasp on your identity in Christ and like his love for you. Ephesians 2.10 says, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. And that's so cool because to God, we are like a workmanship. And he's put like these talents and these gifts and these abilities in us. And honestly, all we have to do in life is just walk in those. Like we don't have to create our own personality We don't have to become something new, like from our own effort, like God has given us stuff that all we have to do is just walk in them. And when we walk in those, we can know and have confidence that it's like, it's a good thing, you know, and that who we are in Christ is a beautiful thing. And we don't have to be like ashamed of, oh, you know, I'm more quiet. I'm more talkative. Like that is a good thing. And all we have to do is operate in those gifts. Absolutely. That was something that God really had to show me because when I got married, I thought when I married the right guy, I wouldn't be insecure anymore. And then I got married and the insecurity got way worse. And it was weird because I also was very self-aware. It wasn't like I was one of those insecure people who just thought everyone else had the problem, right? We, We all know those people, but I was so insecure and I knew it. And I think that's why I felt so trapped. I don't know if you've ever felt like this, but I felt trapped in my own fears. And it kind of reminded me of Rapunzel, like how she's trapped up in that tower. I feel like when we allow fear and insecurity, we start kind of building this tower around our hearts and around ourselves. And we start caging ourselves in Mm -hmm. because you can't be open. You can't have great relationships. You can't, you know, expose yourself to people 
um, when you're insecure and when you're fearful. And so we kind of hide ourselves away in this tower and just like Mm -hmm. in the, in the movie Tangled, right? Mother Gothel is terrified of Rapunzel finding out who she is because she is the rightful heir to the throne of the kingdom they are living in. She would be ruling over her. And so Mother Gothel has to, she doesn't take her by force, right? Like she doesn't, you know, chain her up and lock her down. She doesn't, you know, beat her or anything like that. She plays mind games. And Mm -hmm. actually, if you watch that movie with that mindset, you're like, Mm -hmm. wow, this is really intense. Like this is real life. (laughs) It's gaslighting to the extreme, right? Like she's just constantly putting Rapunzel down, constantly telling her, you think you're special? What? You're being ridiculous, sweetie. You're so naive. This is why you're safer in here. You would not last a day out there. And that's what the lies and that's what the enemy is doing because he can't change who you are. Like you were saying, it's like we already are daughters of God. Mm -hmm. That is who we are. You're not trying to become a secure person. You are a secure person. This is who you are. You are the ruler and you are to reign on this earth and you have that authority, but the enemy can't take it from you. So he tries to convince you that, well, that's not really for you. That's for the better Christians. That's for the more spiritual Christians, right? The ones on TV, the ones on stage, the ones doing Mm -hmm. big things for God. They're the ones that get to do that, not Mm -hmm. you. And so I think we need to realize that a lot of what's going on with insecurity is these mind games. That's all it is. Yeah. Like like you were saying earlier, she didn't Mother Gothel, that's right. Mother right Gothel, way to yeah. say it. Okay. <laughs> like she didn't chain Rapunzel up. Like she, you can't be locked in fear. You can't be forced to be fearful or insecure. Like it is all just thoughts and seeds that we allow there and we allow to be planted and we're watering them with like the acceptance that we have. And once you know, once she stopped believing them, that she was able to go out. She was able to leave. It's like, (laughs) and that's the beauty of insecurity and fear. It's like, once we learn the truth, we don't have to be locked up anymore. You know, it reminds me of The Princess Diaries, that movie. And when Mia kind of finds out she's a princess and Julie Andrews, the queen, is telling her, she's like, I am royal by marriage, but you are royal by blood. Mm -hmm. You could rule. And that's the truth of our situation is that we did not do anything to deserve this except believe on Jesus. That's all we did. You are royal by blood, by his blood. And there is nothing the enemy can do about that. So he just tries to convince you it's safer in your fears. It's safer in your comfort zone. It's safer in your insecurity. He's trying to shield you from who you are in Christ, your identity, and get you to focus on all of these fears and all of these insecurities so that you will hand over your life. You will basically walk into the prison cell yourself and stay inside without even him needing to lock the door. And I love the part in the last book of the Chronicles of Narnia, the last battle, where the children of Narnia are going up into the high country and and it's almost like God calling out to them, come further up and further in, further up and further in. He's calling out to them to come up and that is what God is doing with us. He's saying, you are my royal daughter. I have so much for you, but you have to leave the tower. No one else can do this for you, yeah. right? Like we trap ourselves in that tower. You mm-hmm. have to leave the tower to come further up and further in into everything that God has for you. Yeah, it's so true. It's like God, I know a lot of us deal with fear, anxiety, and all we want is just God, like just break the anxiety, just break the fear. And it's like, he's so powerful, but that the lies are still there. And so it is kind of up to us 
to get through those fears. Like God can't just break them and get rid of them. Like maybe in some situations, I guess it kind of depends on what it is. But like a lot of times it's just something that we have to step forward in, like Mm -hmm. step up, step out. And -hmm. God's so patient with us, you know, like he's still waiting there and he's still like, I've called you higher. No matter how many times we've failed, you know, we think of it as a failure when we deal with fear, but it's like, no matter how many times we struggle, God is still just so patient and faithful and like steadfast with us. And he's Mm -hmm. like, yep okay, it's okay. Like, I still see you as brave because that's who we truly are. Like, Mm -hmm. as we were talking about identity, like we're not fearful, you know, we're not anxious. God didn't make us that way. We have a new heart. We have a new mind. We have the mind of Christ. So it's really just like finding out our real identity. A lot of time with insecurity, we fall into this habit of like trying to be somebody that we're not Like we see somebody who's really extroverted and we're like, oh, like I wish I was more extroverted. And so you try to like push yourself to be more like that person because that looks good on them. But like God calls us to be our own unique self. And it kind of reminded me of, you know, those tests that basically like tell you when you put in your skin color and your eye color and your hair color, like it tells you what clothes look best on you. And I was thinking about how that's so similar to like the gifts that God's given us, because sometimes like if you see somebody that's in like a bright blue and you're like, oh, that looks so pretty. And then you try to put on yourself. It's like, oh, I don't know if that looks great on me. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But it's like because we each have our own set of clothes that look the best with us. And so like God knows us best and he knows what works for us and he's put he's given us the personalities we have so operating in those is what is going to fulfill his will for our life the best you know instead of wasting our time trying to be somebody that we're not you know and like it's it's just a struggle that's like you're going you're doing stuff from a place of work when you could just accept who you are and then you can like operate in rest the whole FOMO, right? Like fear of missing out yeah, is just so big with everyone right now. And mm-hmm. I mean, it's been that way for a while. And I think a lot of it, of course, is just, you know, social media and mm-hmm. we have access to everyone all the time. And wow. so you are constantly seeing what everyone else is doing, wearing, saying, mm-hmm. becoming, you know, spending their money on and <laughs> getting attention for. And we yeah. constantly get exposed to it. And I mean, I don't know about you, but I can be scrolling on Instagram or, or something. And I just will all of a sudden get stressed, like, oh. stre- like stressed out. And I don't even know why. And I think mm-hmm. what it is, is I'm just like, I am so behind. This person is doing this. This mm-hmm. person is doing that. They're cooking. They, they dress like that. They, they got clothes from where? Like sometimes people will do the Instagram posts where they're like trying on dresses from a store and certain stores, I'm like, I can't afford anything there. So I just like go and then I'm depressed and I'm like, yeah. why, what am I doing? And yeah. it just, all of a sudden I get so stressed out and then I get insecure with my own life mm-hmm. and my own, you know, my own clothes, my own, you know, the things that I have. And of course that's just such a ploy of the enemy because mm-hmm. I know I'm so blessed with what I have. It's amazing. And, and God has given me so many great things. And to yeah. think that in just a few swipes, of the social media, you know, I just all of a sudden start thinking like, man, I don't have enough. How am I going to get more, you know? And we're like bombarded on social media. Like it's so much worse because we're bombarded (laughs) with so many things of like, 
like you said, like it could be cooking. It could be how someone's houses look. It could be their hair. And we have too many options. It's like, I love all these yeah. things. I want to be all of this. It's like, yeah. you're not called to be all of these things. Right. <laughs> and I think about all my different friends and like, you know, my family members that I love, none of them are the same. Like, you know, like none two people are the same, but I love them all equally because they're just being themselves. And it's like, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't want everyone to be the exact same. So it's like insecurity is such a trick because it's just like trying to get you to operate in something that isn't you. You know, it's really, I think, I don't think we hide it as well as we think we do. Jeff and I, the the older we get, even though we're not old, but in Jesus name, we're not old, but, but it's like the older we get, the more we, we start, we've become friends with some people who are, you know, some couples who are older than us, right? Mm-hmm. Like kind of more our parents' age or kind of around that time. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them, we just look at them and there's people who are aging well and there's people who you can tell are terrified of their age. And I think you, you, we all know those people who like, it looks like, yeah. and they, they don't have to be, you know, older. They could be our age. You know, yeah. there's people our age who you can tell they're terrified because I feel like we're, I mean, you're, you're younger than me, but I feel like, you know, I'm hitting that part of life where you start seeing this divide where there's people who are okay with their age. And then there's the people who are starting to freak out about their age. Yeah. And a lot of times the way they freak out is by trying so hard to look and act younger and to fit in with what the next Mm. generation below us is doing or, you know, trying to relate. And it doesn't actually come across the way they think it comes across as really insecure and it's not attractive, you know? And I mean, I, so it makes me look at myself and go like, Oh no, like what am I doing? You know? And it just, it's one of those things where those people who, are okay with their age, where they're okay with their at in life, and they're excited about their future. They're taking care of themselves, but they're not um, insecure or like freaking out about where they are in life. It, there's something attractive about them, both mm-hmm. physically and just like mentally in a way. It's like you, you're drawn to people like that. You want to be like them. Yeah. And I think it's because that's really... That's who we're meant to be, right? Like that's Mm -hmm. the maturity of the Christian walk. And Mm -hmm. really that's what everyone is looking for because when you're operating in insecurity and you're operating in fear, there's a lack of peace, right? And I think Mm -hmm. that's like one of the biggest things that stresses us out Mm -hmm. is that all of a sudden I don't have peace. And now, now we're worried and now we're trying to get peace from all these other things. Mm -hmm. I need to get this. I need to get that. I need to, when I look like them or when I have their life or when Mm -hmm. I have that kind of marriage, then I will be in peace. And we're so attracted to people who just seem to be walking in peace. And that's, I think really where this trap of insecurity comes from is the enemy wants us out of peace because I mean, it's a fruit of the spirit. And so we all have it on the inside of us. We all have access to it 24 Mm -hmm. seven. But he wants to convince us that, no, 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 you don't have it. You need this in order to get it, right? Yeah, that's so true. Like when you were talking about when we chase after stuff. And the other day I was driving home and I was like, because I'm such a words of affirmation person that I can kind of get a little bit too wrapped up. And like if I hear something that's like someone said that's really good about me, it gives me this like, you know, this high feeling of like, oh, like that's so exciting. But I've come to realize the mo like the more I get that, the more I need it. Mm-hmm. And it's like this chasing after affirmation from people that it's never satisfying. And so I was like experiencing that and I was like, oh, they said that about me. That's so exciting. And it felt really good. But then it's like, 
I always need more. And I think that's the problem with like trying to get more affirmation from people or hear more stuff that someone said about you. Um, like I had to focus back on God and God's love for me. And when I did that, when I was just thinking about like, okay, this is too much. Like I'm just way too focused on this. I started thinking about God and how much he loves me. And I almost like that, that care for other people's opinions just went away because God's love and like knowing he accepts me is so much bigger than any good thing someone can say about me. And it's so nice because that's so fulfilling compared to like just needing approval from people. Mm -hmm. And I wrote this first, fearing people is a dangerous trap, but trusting the Lord means safety. And I felt led to look at that word fearing. And another way you could define that is anxious care. And it was like exactly mm. what we do. It's yeah. like, I am anxiously caring about what's the next good thing I can hear about myself to just get me a little further in life. You yeah. know, it's yeah. like, it's just always going to unsatisfy you mm. kind of thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, that's really good. So when we're talking about getting untangled, right? Untangling all of this insecurity from our lives. As long as we're on this earth, we'll probably always have to deal with insecurity and fear. But to realize that we shouldn't have a mindset of insecurity, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of like what you were saying, just kind of like that being your automatic default um, of what you go to. And I think one way that we really begin to start untangling that mess Mm -hmm. is to really just recognize that it is a lie from the enemy. And I know that sounds so simple, but how often when you get insecure, do you think of it that way? I mean, I know I never did for a while, you know, and I think it's just really important that when we start to feel the emotions and the, sometimes it can be like paralyzing, just like feelings of fear and insecurity. Mm -hmm. I think we need to really take time to just go, okay, what is going on here? Because if we're victims to how we feel all the time, Mm -hmm. then we can never be victors. You can't be a victim and expect victory in your life. And so we're going to have to start facing off with some of these things if we want to see change. And Mm -hmm. so when we feel those emotions of insecurity, we need to stop and we really need to say, okay, you know what, what's really going on here? The enemy is trying to come against me. What lie is, is coming against me right now? That's Mm -hmm. making me anxious. Mm -hmm. And how can I kind of get rid of it? Maybe it's not true at all. Maybe it's a true fact, but there's, it's not the truth. You know, maybe you're just really focusing on the wrong thing. I mean, sometimes we just focus on ourselves or we focus on other people or we focus on Mm -hmm. the wrong things and that's making us really stressed out focusing on all of these things Mm -hmm. and it's like the enemy is a liar like the word is very clear about that all he does is lie and the thing is it's like maybe it's not a full lie like kind of like you were saying maybe there is truth to some of the things but that's how it is more convincing, you know? Like, that's how the enemy was able to lie to Adam and Eve. It was there was a little bit of truth in there, you know? And so it, it takes time to dig through our thoughts and be like, what of this is a lie? And don't be tricked up when it's like, well, some of this is true. It's like, well, that's, you know, that's what he does. Yeah, that's <laughs> what know? he does. He yeah. knows what's true. Yeah. He, he knows what is true. And he'll, like you said, like sprinkle yeah. a little bit of that in there. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes it's easy too, because especially as women, 
we tend to relate over our struggles. So oh you know what I mean? Like, oh, I struggle yes. with this. Oh my gosh, I do too. And now there's this bond that's been formed between us. And there's definitely, th- that can be okay. Yeah, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, like, let's be real with each other. Let's like, be let's real. Let's be honest. Let's be yeah. honest. You know, there's, there's some good that can come out of that because now you have a teammate and you guys can walk through this together. Mm-hmm. But I think sometimes it's easy to, you want almost want to stay in that struggle because I think sometimes you can get attention for it, right? You can relate to other people with it. It becomes a part of your identity. And you know that saying, like what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. I think people like, I think we like to look at that with our fear sometimes. Like, oh, well, this is just something I'm going through and it's going to make me stronger. What doesn't kill you is trying to kill you. (laughs) Like, I think we need to kind of reassess this, this, line here it's not trying to make you stronger the devil comes to steal kill and destroy he's not coming to make you a stronger person he wants to take you out problems and bad things that come into your life they're not here to make you stronger they want to hurt you right they're bad things and they're not from god and so we need to realize that when these things come including insecurity including Mm -hmm. fear when it's coming you know, like we've been talking about, like, let's get our minds off of the temporal and what's going on in front of our faces and realize that there is a spiritual realm going on around us. And that if you want to come out victorious, then you can't embrace your enemy and go, Mm -hmm. okay, yes, you're here to make me stronger. No, right. You get your shield up and you start going, all right, we're facing off. Let's do this. And when you turn your attention from the problems to the one who actually gives you strength, then he will bring you through victorious and then you will be stronger on the other side. Not because you went through a problem. Lots of people go through problems and they're crippled like for life. Like they're, they're crippled mentally, they're crippled, you know, spiritually, they're crippled sometimes, you know, just in other ways. And it's like, you can tell they have a chip on their shoulder and they didn't come out better. They came out bitter. Right. And it doesn't just automatically make you stronger. And so what does deciding that you're going to face the enemy, Mm -hmm. you're going to face the problem with God on your side, knowing that he will bring you out in strength. And as Mm -hmm. Christians, we really just need to kind of face off with our insecurity like that, like start taking it seriously Mm -hmm. for the enemy that it is. Yeah. And I was just thinking about that verse. It's like, never say when you're being tempted, I'm being tempted from God. God does not tempt us, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like this idea in in some circles of Christianity that God is the one that's causing our problems. God's the ones that are causing, God is the one who is causing our fears mm-hmm. and like tempting us with all these issues. And so we think that if God's got bringing us to it, he'll bring us through it. But we need to define like, what will God bring us to? Because sometimes like the fears we're going through, it's not like God brought us to that. So we can't really depend on that feeling of like, God will bring us through this because it's not from God, you know, right. that kind of thing. Yeah. He's yeah. equipped us to face everything that we Absolutely. might face in this life, Yeah, but we don't know what we're going to face. And so we just yeah. need to kind of be ready for anything and just not be so fearful. We have the authority. We know who we are. And that's really at the end of the day, I think what we're trying to say is that yeah. insecurity, I know for me, when I took my eyes off of how I was acting and I stopped trying mm-hmm. to fake it till I make it, right? There's a lot of that going yeah. around. Mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't try to act secure and then I became secure, right? It's like I had to realize who I was. Yeah. And I really honestly, at the end of the day, I think I just had to be okay with myself because when you think about it, a lot of the insecurities we feel are because we think that we somehow are, are faulty, right? Mm-hmm. Like I need what she has. Or 
I will not be okay if what I think is going to happen happens, right? Mm -hmm. It's like always this thing of like something bad will happen to me. I will not be enough. I will not be okay. And so when we just kind of get our minds off of ourselves so much and realize that Jesus is enough, he's got us, our faith is in him, right? Not in our circumstances. Then whenever insecurity tries to Mm -hmm. knock on our door, we can just be like, so what? God's on my side. Like, I'm not going to waste two seconds giving worry and stress and anxiety to that because I know God has me and I'm good with who I am. And if he wants something in my life, he'll bring it and I can trust him. Yeah, I love that. And I was just thinking about something very similar. It's like a lot of people feel like they need to get rid of their fear and get rid of their insecurity on their own. And then God can move in their life. But I was listening to Andrew. We both work for Andrew Womack. Andrew Womack. And I was listening to his episode the other day, and he was talking about how you don't get rid of the issues in your life, and then God will come. Like, we don't have to be in, or yeah, I guess we don't have to be imperfect, and then God will move. What you do is you, when you flip on the light in a room, in a dark room, the darkness leaves. It's not like you have to, like, shovel out all the darkness and then turn on the light. Yeah. Like, that's the that's the thing with this. It's like when you ask God to help you with in, with anything, like with insecurity, like let him move in you. Let him fix your emotions. Like work with him in this cuz like it's it's you know, it's a two-way thing. Like we just need to be willing. It stems from us feeling like we have to live out our lives without depending on God. And it made me think of this verse, 2 Corinthians 3. We are confident in all this because of our great trust in God through Christ. It is not that we think we are qualified to do anything on our own. Our qualifications come from God. So it's like really just trusting that God will operate through us and in us and like he will get us through every situation, you know? Like there's lots of stuff I feel like I can't do, but I'm not doing it alone. And that's that gets rid of insecurity, knowing that God's gonna be there for you. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you want to see more, then be sure and subscribe so you can see what's coming next. And also be sure and share this episode with someone that you think it might help. Thank you so much for watching and join us next time on our next episode.